mother and how are you today yes it's that time of the day morning or afternoon or evening come what may but you are tuning in to into the garden hello i'm Salome jacobs your host so nice of you to join me and how are you today trust you had a good night's rest and looking forward to a jam-packed weekend hey well ladies and gentlemen gather round for my long-awaited book has just been printed and can be found but of course a bit more of that a bit later for this is part two of soul sister carol schultz god-given assurance so why not join me Niao, Niama, in the garden, where hearts are mended, lives restored, you and I are connected with so much more. Yes, in that ethereal presence, that omnipotent presence, that presence that says, hey, welcome one and all. For my segment today is very light-hearted, so here's wishing you and your family an absolute awesome Wednesday. Stay tuned, stay connected for some inspiration titled God's Going to Accelerate Your Dreams. John Dobre, Buenas tardes, como esta? Welcome as you and I, we sit at the Master's feet. So why not? Join me, Saloma Jacobs, phone a friend, invite him or her. A time to reach out and touch the Lord who is now. Well, for my lineup today, as of course with my guest Carol Schultz joining me with a word of encouragement and giving you and me the assurance that God's in it. He's not going to leave you. So stay close for more teachings. My dialogue of soiree poetry is filled with a basket of God is going to accelerate your dreams. Letting you know that no matter your circumstances, God can raise you up and turn your play into jubilee. So up next is Soul Sister Carol Schultz from Unlimited Ministries, uttering, sharing in the hearts of the garden, God's given assurance with you and me. So quickly dash off to the kitchen and bring along your cup of tea or coffee, a pen, a book and take notes if need be. For in the garden is the master waiting patiently on you and me. is the basket filled with a soiree poetry affair and the title is God is going to accelerate your dreams and the inscription reads as follows spirit lead me where my trust is without borders Psalms 143 verse 10 from the New International Version says, Teach me to do your will, 
for you are my guide. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Perhaps you're feeling lost, alone, inflicted, I don't know. But God is going to accelerate you, uplift you, pluck you out of the murray clay, lift you up and place your feet on heaven's highway. No need to fear, no need to fail discouraged, for he's a God of his word. So don't you be in a hurry. We truly must be taught in order to understand God's will. Just like God teaches you and me to train our children, we too should allow to be trained by our Heavenly Father. But before he can do that, we must be open in taking that first step. The first step in asking forgiveness, if you know what I mean. For by coming to him our hearts should be like that of a child, innocent and pure, not filled with hate, anger, jealousy, bitterness, but to seek his loving face, his tender mercies, his unfailing love, so you and I can be killed and purified by the Lord. Just as I am without one plea, dear Lord, I give my heart to thee. There God is already giving you the assurance that he is going to accelerate you if you only but believe. Wake up, get up, dress up, look up, ask up. Be thankful of, trust God that wherever he leads you, you will show up and give him all the glory of. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written the 1st of January 2021, you see. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus is to trust and obey. For God is going to accelerate you beyond your wildest dreams. And when he does, you look up to heaven and say, Heavenly Father, I thank Thee. Carol Scholz, beloved daughter of the Most High God, in 
Rumi delights in. I see myself as a woman of God that is after God's heart, searching, wanting to know more of God and who God is. Today, my message is um, to share with you which God actually laid on my heart on the 20th of August. The Holy Spirit dropped in my heart. I started uh, penning it then and then waiting on the Holy Spirit to complete it. And yeah, today was that day that the Lord has let me complete what he dropped in my spirit and to share with you. People, this revival is like no other ever seen or heard about. There is another shaking coming. The rumbling has already started and it's moving through in the heavenly realms, in the spiritual realms, in the universe, because it is for such a time as this. The rumbling is flowing over into a sound and that sound is building and building and crescendoing and it is unstoppable. Just as a devil in hell thought, with his kingdom of darkness and his demonic and all human assistance, that he thought that once Jesus Christ was crucified, it is over for mankind. But the cross of Calvary, when the Messiah, bleeding, flesh torn, uttered the words that shook and shocked Satan and his kingdom of darkness, when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, said these words, it is finished. There was the shaking. The veil was torn. So people, there is another shaking coming. Never seen. Satan thought he experienced it all on the cross of Calvary. But he knows his time is up. He knows. That God's purposes for us shall come into fulfillment. The fulfillment of the law shall come in full circle and completion. This revival fire that's coming, this all-consuming glory of God cannot be stopped. It cannot stop the plans and purposes of God. Yes, this fulfillment there is no secrets, no secrets that we have and that the kingdom of darkness have that God does not know about. Things that is done and planned in secret, God knows everything. He's a God that does not sleep. Yes, he does not slumber. The plans and purposes of God for our lives for his remnant, for his chosen people, for his saints, shall come into fulfillment. The secrets not yet known shall be known unto his chosen people. We shall see the manifested of God, glory of God. Yes, we shall see the manifested glory of God in the land of the living. Hallelujah. Praise be to God for his faithfulness, his mercy and his grace and his goodness. All I can say even in this time, I raise an hallelujah. Our oh God, our oh God, 
to the beloveds of Christ Jesus, the saved, the unsaved, the born again. I wish to share this that God says, and what Jesus did unto God, what he called unto God, his prayer unto God, Jesus' prayer unto God was not only for his disciples alone, but it was for you as well, but it was also for you, the future believers. John 17, 20, 25, Jesus prays unto God the Father. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who believe in me through their message. Yes, he's saying that it's not only for his disciples alone, but also for the future believers, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Yes, God knew each and every one of us before we were even formed in our mother's womb. So people, this is a God-given assurance. You know, at our prayer meeting last night, uh, Prophet Keith also reminded us also of the assurance of God. <laughs> How profound. And the hymn that says, and I will sing it to you. Yes, I was blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. So believers, I encourage you that you are Future believers, I encourage you with this, that you are washed in his blood. Accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and acknowledging that he is the Son of God, you are the heirs of salvation and the fulfillment of his promise. I therefore also encourage you to be baptized with water, salvation and the fire the baptism of fire, the Holy Spirit, so that you can be born again. Yes, I encourage you, don't give up. Don't despair. Because we cannot do everything of our own will. We need to do the will of the Father. Just as I started this message with Ecclesiastes 2, 10, 11, I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. 
I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my work, and this was the reward for all my labor. Yet when surveyed all that my hands had done, and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. So people, as in Genesis, there was union. The union of light and the union of day. There was a union of God and there's a union of man. There's a union of Jesus Christ and there's a union with the church. There's a union in the apostolic and the prophetic. The word of God. So come to the table. There's place for you at the table. Jesus is inviting you at the table. Even though what you thought that you did with your own hands and what you did come to naught, but I want to tell you, there's grace. His grace. He's prepared a table for you in the midst of your enemies, in the midst of your turmoil, in the midst where you think that there's no hope. In the midst of your despair, he's laid a table. He is rewarding you. And your imperfection shall be hidden at his table. Because in his sight, you are lovable. In his sight, you are worthy. So come, invite Jesus into your life. Invite him in your life. Repent of things that you did knowingly and unknowingly. Repent of the things that you only pushed on with your will, with your human understanding. But with the grace of God, this grace that we have with God, this mercy that he has with us, we then have the assurance, assurance that through Jesus Christ, we belong to him. And nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Nothing, nothing shall separate us. So I pray, I pray that you stand firm. That you push forward. There is hope in him. God bless you all. And may his peace and strength be your portion. Shalom. Jesus, we ask for your presence to come. Fill this whole hall, oh God. Let your love and your goodness fill our hearts. Shigiriyana Bahariya. Savior of my soul, I confide in you through all my darkest moments. In you I 
find my peace, my comfort when I'm weak. I trust in you through storm and raging sea. Faithful, you're my God. You're the glory and the lifter of my head. Your light, it fills my days, it leads me in your ways, forever I surrender all to you, and I live to worship you, my Jesus. between my Lord and me. Lord, I live to honor you, and I long to bring my life and offering. Take me higher, draw me your hands and sing it from the top.
separate us from the love of Christ. No tribulation, no heartaches, no angels, no demons, nothing in this world can separate us from the love of Christ. We love you, Jesus. Open your mouth, just bless him this afternoon.
next is the moral story, keeping the roots stronger. Once upon a time, there were two neighbors living next to each other. One of them was a retired teacher, and another was an insurance agent who had a lot of interest in technology. Both of them had planted different plants in their garden. The retired teacher was giving a small amount of water to his plants, and didn't always give. Full attention to them, while the other neighbor, interested in technology, had given a lot of water to his plants and looked after them too well. Now the retired teacher's plants were simple but looked good. The insurance agent's plants were much fuller and greener. One day during the night there was a heavy downpour and a wind due to a minor storm. The next morning, both of the neighbors came out to inspect the damage to their garden. The neighbor, who was an insurance agent, saw that his plants came off from the roots and were totally destroyed. But the retired teacher's plants were not damaged at all and were standing firm. The agent neighbor was surprised to see it. He went to the retired teacher and asked. We both grew the same plants together. I actually looked after my plants much better than you did, and even gave them more water. Still, my plants came off from the roots, while yours didn't. How is that possible? The retired teacher smiled and said, "You gave your plants more attention and water, but because of that, they didn't need to work themselves for it. You made it too easy for them, while I gave them just." Adequate amount of water and let their roots search for more, and because of that, their roots went deeper and deeper and deeper, and made their position stronger. That is why my plants survived. Well, the moral of the story is seen in the light as parenting. Yes, as parents. And children alike, we are like plants. If everything is given to your child, yes, as parents we do that, isn't it? We do their homework. Oh yes, there's things that we do, but they need to learn. They need to understand the hard work it takes to earn those things, because if you keep on giving and giving and giving, what lesson is there for our children to learn? They will not learn to work for themselves. Neither will they respect it. I just want to come back home and 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 really let you get the gist of the moral story. I remember whilst growing up, my late father bought my eldest brother a vehicle, and that vehicle was passed on to my baby brother. But be that as it may, it was not passed on to me. He sold it, even though they said it had to be passed on to me. Well, in my case, when I really wanted to buy and purchase a vehicle, my father said to me, "He wants to buy it," and I said, "No, you bought the boys their vehicles. I want to purchase my own." That is what I could take from that story. Sometimes it's best to guide them instead of giving them. 
teach your children how to walk, but allow them to follow their own path. So I hope that you enjoy the moral story, keeping the roots stronger. And in this instance, we were talking about plants. Giving them water every day, but adequate water, enough so that the roots can get stronger and find their own way, much less like you and my children. Allow them to make their own mistakes and to learn from their mistakes. Allow them to learn that the decisions and the choices they make have consequences. But you and I need to live and walk by example. And therefore, the Bible is there to guide you and me every step of the way because you and me we are the bible that people read so once again i hope that you enjoyed keeping the road stronger the moral story and into the garden with me in the heart of the garden the sublime of the garden the teaching in the garden with moral aspects educating raising awareness because that is how you and i learn by stories through stories as told by our parents our grandparents and you and my great grandparents so i used to love coming home and always say i am sitting at my dad's feet i am sitting at my mother's feet because there were stories there. So as families connect to one another, praying together, stay together as a family. Well, as I've come to the end of my segment today, Right on into the garden. Firstly, to my guest, Carol Schultz, a huge thank you for availing herself and sharing part two of what God has laid upon her heart. God's given assurance to you and to me too. Well, the time has come to share, so here's the good news. My book. Finally, yes, you don't know the cost of my alabaster box has been printed, yay, <laughs> and is available from me, Saloma Jacobs, and the admin staff, Rochelle Steer and Carol Schultz from Unlimited Ministries Otterie, as well as Prophet Keith Van Royen's book, Cave of Obscurity, Hidden to be Revealed, both is a must-read which can be purchased from Unlimited Ministries. So do support local talent as both books are on sale at the very low cost of 200 rand. And those wishing to purchase music, we have our very own Sasha Lay Dorgens album, The Rhythm of the Word, available on all music streaming platforms, Spotify and iTunes. You can purchase the hard copy at 100 Rand and a digital copy at 
85 Ran. So a huge thank you to you for supporting our artists locally and internationally too. And if there's anyone celebrating a birthday, happy birthday to you. Perhaps a special occasion. Congratulations to you too. And to those of you celebrating an anniversary, happy anniversary to you and may God continue to knit you together like only he can do. Once again, to the many frontline workers and home-based carers, we salute and applaud you. To those doing prison ministries, we applaud and salute you too and say thank you. And then, on a more lighter note, to the many out there who have lost loved ones during this time, into the garden sends our deep and sincere condolences to you. So from me, Salome Jacobs, the author of You Don't Know, The Cast of My Alabaster Box, and the mom with many hats signing off. It's goodbye. Shashine, grazie, sayonara, do Vizinia Auf Wiedersehen Adios Au revoir Farewell Adios Guligule Adieu Maya Samati Gavasti Lagon Tajian Salamatingo Auf Wiedersehen Arrivederci Anion Spasiba Always remember there's no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. And this is by Curry Ten Boom. Thank you once again for sharing the podcast with friends and neighbours and loved ones. With co-workers on your various social networks and platforms. But most of all, thank you for sharing the love. Once again, this is Salome Jacobs. The author of You Don't Know the Cost of My Alabaster Box saying take care until our next meeting right here on Into the Garden with me.
Chains are breaking, so sad. 
up from all our discouragements, rise up from all our setbacks, whatever that you're facing in your life or you're battling with. This morning God wants us to come higher. He wants us to come higher in Him. He wants us to put our trust in Him once again. He wants us to believe in Him once again. 
He wants us to dream in Him once again. Let's try to shake off those discouragement. Begin to shake them off because you have a choice this morning. You have a choice to shake off those discouragement and those failures and those fears. Let's shake it off. Let's shake it off. And let's just rise up. Let's just rise up from our spirit. Let's rise up. Come on, church. Let's rise up. You know, City Harvest Church, this morning, I just sense in my heart that as we are entering into this season of Arise and Build, and even as we are worshipping here today and after listening to Pastor Bob's sermon, this morning, I just sense in my heart that the Lord just wants to encourage you, City Harvest Church. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon you because the Lord has anointed you to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent you to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to the opening of the prison of those who are bound and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God and to comfort all who mourn but especially for this morning Sunday service this part is just for you and that is God want to console those who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that you may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified and city harvest church you shall rebuild the old ruins 
you shall raise up the former desolations and you shall repair the ruined cities the desolations of many generations it's not by might it's not by power but it's by the holy spirit today the spirit of the lord is upon you lord just begin to lift up the spirit of heaviness i want you to just lift up your hands to heaven everybody just begin to pray in tongues for the next 30 seconds the book of Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15 says yes. Therefore by Him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise Amen. to God Yes, That is the fruit of our lips Offering up to Him all the praises Baba says giving thanks to His name Yes. Now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant make you complete in every good work to do his will Hallelujah. working in you what is pleasing in his sight Amen. through jesus christ to whom be glory forever and ever amen, amen. yes i just sense that once again the lord has good thoughts good purposes for us this morning yes he wants to once again encourage us like what we heard in the worship, in the song, in the word this morning that God is here to live up our hearts. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. Like the book of Hebrews says, His word will never pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will by no means pass away. My good purposes, my good thoughts, all the plans and the purposes from heaven will be unfolded through and through, by and by. That the plans of man will come to nothing, but the plans of God will come through from generations to generations. That we will lift up our praises, the sacrifice of praises, and say, God and God alone be praised and be lifted up. God is for us, He is not against us, He is about to unveil more of Himself to us. Lay hold of Him, Hallelujah. turn your eyes to Him, Hallelujah. lift up your voices to Him, Hallelujah. and He will reveal to you His heart and His purposes. They will never, never end in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give Jesus the highest praise. Hallelujah, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Let's just begin to pray in the spirit. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, that this morning your word, Father, has come forth. The spirit of the Lord is upon City Harvest Church. Father, you have anointed us. Father, Lord, you have blessed us and you have equipped us, Father, to repair the broken gates, to repair the desolations, the ruined cities. And Father, today we come before you as we enter into this arise and build. We will enter with one heart, one mind, one soul, and one spirit. Not by mind, not by power, but it's by the Holy Spirit. Father, today's service, Father, let it be such a glorious service. You will lift up every spirit of heaviness to go in Jesus' name. And Father, Lord, you bless us with the garment of praise, with the garment of blessing upon our lives. So Father, we want to lift up this morning's service unto your hand. It's going to be a glorious service in advance. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the people of God say, Come on, let's give Jesus the highest praise. Come on, hallelujah. And all the people of God say, Sunday morning, how many of you are glad to be back in the house of God? Amen. Come on, make some noise into Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! Praise the Lord. You know what? I don't know about you, but last week we had a tremendous time in the anniversary celebration. Wonderful presence of God. But this week, as we are entering into this new season of Arise and Build, I want you to know that the Spirit of God is upon City Harvest Church. It's not going to be by our mic, but it's going to be always by the power of the Holy Spirit. And how many of you know that City Harvest Church, we're going to go from strength to strength, glory to glory. Amen. So before you're seated, I want you to turn to your neighbor, smile at them and tell them, you are going higher and higher. Amen. Right. <laughs>